The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. This is my podcast, and on this podcast, I just like to talk about things that I think about. And if you've been listening, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Um, I know I haven't put out a podcast since this past Monday, but I've been really busy running around. School's out now. Um, And I finally have transitioned into a new way of recording, so hopefully this is better. I want to constantly improve, so hopefully this is a little bit better than it was before, quality-wise. Quality. Now the content, I can't help you out there. (laughs) But thank you for listening, and let's just get into the podcast. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy freaking Father's Day. (laughs) I hope that you are having a good Father's Day. A lot of people probably won't hear this until after Father's Day. I hope that you had a good Father's Day. I think that being a father is the best experience that I've ever had in my life and the most rewarding and I think that being a good father is important so if you're a father or a father figure or a grandfather if you are a grandpappy happy father's day to each and every one of you that listens to my podcast so alright let me tell you about a couple songs that I wanted to tell you about that I just think are cool songs that have been on my playlist like I've been beating these songs to death and they're not really anything alike, but I just like music, so I just wanted to talk about these two songs because I've been listening to them a lot, and I enjoy them, and they're nice, and they just make me feel fancy. The first one that I want to tell you about, the first one, is I took my kids to see The Incredibles 2, right, the other night, and so we're sitting in the, the, uh, movie theater and like I'm eating popcorn you know with all the that's not butter I don't care what you tell me that is not butter that you put on the popcorn at the movie theater that's more like future diarrhea is what they should call that and I'm sorry I'm sorry to be so crass but have mercy have mercy on America But anyway, so I'm eating popcorn and they're playing all the little commercials before the movie starts. And the song comes on, like in the background. You know the the little commercials they have for the different companies. And I mean, it'll show stuff like kids running around with sparklers and, you know, uh, everybody's laughing. And it's just nothing like real life. Because if it was like real life... A spark off the sparkler would burn one of the kids, and you would watch them scream for 25 minutes. And so, I mean, they're playing the little, you know, Meh, feel good watching this. Mm. And so I'm sitting there shoveling 
shoveling popcorn into my mouth and the song starts playing in the background of the um of the little commercial and it's that song sunny you know sunny thank you for the smile upon your face i know i know i'm not i say this is what it is i don't want to blow you away with my opera voice so i i just don't want you to feel bad about your voice so that's why i put that out <laughs> nah i know i suck but anyway, I heard that song. I was like, whoa, I haven't heard that song in a long time. And I don't know who that is. So I pulled my phone out of my pocket. Um, because, like, for the notes for this podcast, a lot of times I'm used to walking around thinking about random stuff. But I'm trying to get in the habit of pulling my phone out and, you know typing out a quick note to myself maybe I want to talk about this on the podcast like if I'm thinking about you know do do animals get acne during their adolescence you know and I'm thinking about it I'll pull my phone out and write myself a note but I'm still not used to that and I still don't do that 90% of the time but I'm trying to get in the habit so I pulled it out and I wrote down Sonny and I googled it real quick during the little previews at the beginning of the movie and it came out sunny and it had a video by Marvin Gaye and I was like alright so that's Marvin Gaye that's cool I'm going to download that song later and uh and so you know after we left the movie so I got home later that night I looked it up and come to find out it's the song came out in 1966 and it's not by Marvin Gaye. It's by this dude named Bobby Hebb, right? Bobby Hebb. And uh, and so I listened to it and I downloaded it. And then I listened to all the people that redid the song. Like Marvin Gaye did the song. Um, who else did the song? James Brown did the song. Um, Frank Sinatra did a version of the song. Oh, Frankie, baby. And all of them rock. All of them are bad. But, I mean, bad. Not like bad, but like, man, that's bad. Um, but Bobby Hebb, like, he, he, it's his song. So, that's my favorite version. And uh, I've been listening to it. And I was like, why do I like this song so much? And it's just, it's just strange because it's talking about a guy that came out like of this dark time of his life and I mean Sonny helped him you know to smile again and to be happy and and the bad days are gone but the cool thing about the song is it's there's still this darkness to the song and if you look it up and listen to it you totally should it's a rad song um there's like this darkness in the music and that was fascinating to me and I thought about it and I was like man that's cool because he's talking about everything's good now but it's like this darkness it's something stayed with him you know and it's a beautiful song it's really man that's not very masculine that song was so beautiful it brought a mist to my eyeball (laughs) but I mean there's if you listen to it you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about there's this darkness and that is kind of, I can kind of relate to that because when I was listening to the song, I was thinking about my kids. 
and I've always kind of felt like I don't know if it's what I've been through in my life that I kind of feel like this darkness even when things are just great and everything's good it's like stuff that I went through kind of shapes who I am it's a part of who I am I'll say that and that never goes away no matter how good it gets if that makes sense not that you're like Eeyore walking around with like a rain cloud over you but kind of like it's just a piece of you you know and so I really relate to that song the music of it and the lyrics and Sonny by Bobby Hebb check it out check it out just do it now pause the podcast (laughs) I'm just kidding but you should totally check that out that song is awesome the other song that has been on my playlist a good bit lately is called Monster, right? And this song came out in 2010. And this song is Kanye West, Jay-Z, Nicki Minaj, Bon Iver, and Rick Ross, right? And it came out in 2010. And I never heard it. I don't know where I was. Where I was... But, uh, well, I know where I was. I wouldn't listen to this song. <laughs> but it's a really good song. And, um, I mean, it's not like Sonny. It's a totally different song. But what caught my eye about this song, I was like, man, I'm downloading this song, is I saw um, Bon Iver's name. And I was like, what? Bon Iver? And about, I would say, eight and a half to nine years ago, like, I really got into Bon Iver, right? I, I, like, went through a few months where I was listening to a lot of Bon Iver, and it was so chill. Bon Iver was so chill and was so different. And music that's different and unique usually catches my catches my fancy. It tickles my fancy. My fancy's just hanging out, and it just tickles all over it. And, uh, and I don't know if you've heard of Bon Iver, but... Bon Iver straight man and it's a good it's like relaxing music and it's different and it's unique and I was like Kanye West Jay Z and Bon Iver Nicki Minaj and Rick Ross yo I got to hear this sucker and uh, so I downloaded and I've been listening to it and it's just crazy man that Bon Iver did this um, did this with them but it's cool because that there's a freedom in music that I really like. Like there's there's a there's no this is the only way that you can do this. Like there's so many different ways that you can do music. Um, it's just cool. And I mean hip hop. Um, like I like Jay Z. Out of everyone in that group, I like Jay Z. I like the uh, I like hip hop because of the writing. A lot of it's poetic. And um, it just fascinates me how different hip-hop artists write, like the styles they write with, because they're they're unique to that person. And uh, But then Bon Iver throwing his, his name in the hat just threw me off. So, Monster, you know, check that one out. I would say check that one out first. I should have talked about that one first. But check that one out and then check out Bobby Hebb, Sonny, because... I would rather leave you with that. (laughs) Sonny kind of fits my personality a little bit better. But 
check that out it came out in 2010 it is very interesting for your eardrum so listen to that all right so now i'm gonna like just randomly go into this next thing because if you're new to my podcast that's how i do on this podcast um i kind I, I i don't transition smoothly at all but my brain doesn't always transition smoothly so i'm gonna go into this next little part um earlier this week i was on twitter and um i saw saint paul Filmcast, um which is a podcast that i listen to that you should totally listen to um and subscribe to and rate and review and all that good stuff because these guys are cool man they tweeted something about a they tweeted something or retweeted something about a raccoon that uh in St. Paul Minnesota that was climbing a um like a 25 story building right and I think that I saw this like near the end of this raccoon's adventure um but I read up on it after it was all over and I saw it they tweeted something about it when it was going on and I I think I liked it or retweeted it and uh and because I was like oh an animal that's climbing a huge building in the middle of of a big city in St. Paul Minnesota and uh that's crazy and uh so I saw this because I see raccoons I see raccoons where I live um and I see them, you know, on my way to work in the morning. Um, I also see skunks and sasquatches. But, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't see skunks. So, I, uh, I started reading about this, uh, this raccoon. And St. Paul tweeted at me, you should talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, yeah, totally. And so, I started reading about this raccoon. And... It actually climbed this 25-story building, and it kind of went viral on Twitter. And people all over the world were watching this thing. And I know when I saw it hanging on the building, like, it just made me kind of tense up a little bit. Because I was like, oh my god, don't fall, raccoon! And uh, so it was climbing the this 25-story building. And um, I believe it was called the UBS Plaza. I think that was what the building was called. That's what I wrote down. That's what my chicken scratch says on my college ruled notebook paper right now. So UBS Plaza. I think that I guess that's it. So it's a 25 story building and it made it to the top. Right. And they caught it at the top like some animal. um I don't want to say animal control. Like some people, maybe it was animal control, but some people that like take care of wildlife. 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 And, uh, say I listen to too much monster. <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, I'm not that cool. I'll never be that cool. I wish I was that cool. I wish that I could like make songs like that, but I cannot. So I'll just stick with my podcast. Um, but they caught it and they took it down on a freight elevator and they actually released it um, on private property in like a suburb to St. Paul 
Um, but I mean, there was all these interesting articles, um, written about it and I'm not going to cite the articles because I'm just not, um, because that's not my style, man. I just like to spew random information. Um, but I read this article and there was a, um, there's this university called the York University of Toronto and there was a raccoon behavior expert, right? I didn't know that was a thing that you could go to college for, but I guess that it is. And I guess that if you want to be a raccoon behavioral expert, that there's this York University in Toronto that you you need to check out and apply to. So, um, I don't know what, there's probably a scholarship for that. There's probably not, a lot of people aren't trying to get it. So you could probably get that pretty, pretty easily if you want to be a raccoon, like shrink. So, I mean, it'd be worth looking into if you're hearing this and be like, I never knew that I could do that, but I want to dedicate my life to it now. Because I have thoughts like that sometimes, like random things. Like, I'd be like, how much money do ice cream drivers make? I want to dedicate my life to that. And then the next day I'm like, yeah, totally. I don't want to do that anymore. But, so, I mean, maybe you should sleep on it. And tomorrow... If you still want to be a raccoon behavioral, like, expert, psychiatrist, psychologist, then it would be worth Googling this college. But anyway, um, they interviewed this lady, and she said that raccoons don't think ahead very much. Um, So they don't have impulse control. They don't have very good impulse control, right? And... That kind of made me think about, like, animals do animals because that's the way she phrased it. So I'm like, all right, you're way more educated than me, you know, because I just saw an animal hanging off a 25-story building. And that is where my expertise on raccoons kind of cuts off. My expertise cuts off at, oh, no, don't fall. (laughs) But, uh... But I was thinking about, man, do animals, and raccoons specifically, since we're on the topic, um, do they think, like, long-term? And it says, uh, she said they don't think ahead very much, so I was like, well, that kind of leads me to believe that if you're specifically saying raccoons don't think ahead very much, that some animals may, and that just was interesting to me. Maybe I'll look into that. Maybe I won't. Maybe I... triggered something in you that makes you want to look into it and you totally should do that and then let me know send me an email and educate me but uh so I thought that was interesting because like he was like oh I'm gonna climb this building and he might have been scared I might he, he might have been spooked because he's in the middle of this big city and you know the smells and the sights and the sounds he might have been scared and been like okay if I climb this building then I can get away, like, I'll be safer, you know, and once he started climbing, you know, like, when you're up high, and if you have a fear of heights, this might be something, something to think about, but I thought that, like, when you look up, it's not as scary as when you look down, you know, and so he might have started to climb the building and been like, oh, God, when he looked down, but when he looked up, he just was like, all right, got to keep going. So, that's something interesting 
They originally like speculated that he was looking for bird eggs. I don't know how true that is. You know how when you read certain articles, like there's a lot of filler in some of them. Like they speculated. That's what it said in the article I read. Who speculated? You speculated right in the article? He was probably looking for birds' eggs. Nah, I don't know about that. That kind of seems like a filler to me. He might, I mean, he might have been looking for bird eggs. If you are a raccoon specialist and you're listening to my podcast, that would be random, but I would totally get that. I would be like, oh, well, naturally. But I don't know if I believe that. Um, my initial thought was, like, what can I take from him like what can I learn from this raccoon like because life you should look for lessons in life and this is what I was thinking about like what can I learn from the raccoon and what I can learn from the raccoon is that when I find myself in uh in dire straits that I don't need to give up you know and I don't need to look back I need to keep going because he was caught by the animal control people and released into his habitat. And so everything worked out for him. Something that I did think was... This is the funniest part to me. And I'm not making fun of anybody. Alright? Okay, so I am making fun, <laughs> making fun of somebody. But like the the... I think it was a lady that was that was like the president or ran like the main company that's in the building or whatever she was um she was talking to the press about this and i don't know if it's like the local news up there um but she was talking to the press and throwing her two cents in and that just made me laugh because i was like lady really like, the only thing that you did was work in the building that the raccoon decided to climb in the middle of the city. And that might be mean of me to even have that thought. But it kind of reminded me of Michael Scott. Like, something Michael Scott would do um, on The Office. Like, he would jump out in front of the news cameras. And if a raccoon climbed Dunder Mifflin... And it just made me laugh because I thought of him and and how this lady was totally reminded me of something that, that Steve Carell's character would do on The Office. And so that made me laugh. It's like, lady, what? You're not a raccoon specialist. This, you just happen to be, you know, you just happen to be there, you know. And millions of people across the world have watched this happen and have just as much knowledge as you do like information like i want to hear what the raccoon specialist what the raccoon psychologist has to say but you know that's my thoughts about what happened i'm glad the raccoons are all right um shout out to saint paul Filmcast for for um for putting me on this um they're awesome people that's an awesome podcast i saw they just released another godfather podcast i can't wait to listen to it um so i gotta do that this week you guys should listen to them too and while we're on the topic of podcasts 
there is this awesome new podcast that I'm listening to and um Twitter has been like an awesome tool for finding these different podcasts and connecting with these other podcasters and these guys or as a, a a lady and a dude um but this podcast is awesome it's called reenacted um it's it's called reenacted an unsolved mysteries podcast and uh you remember unsolved mysteries like maybe if you're my age or maybe a little bit younger you'd remember it too but unsolved mysteries was this cool tv show that used to be on tv and um what these two people do robbie and crystal are their names they will talk about episodes of unsolved mysteries and i remember watching unsolved mysteries when i was young and being like man i'm scared to death now but um they have a really cool podcast um and I actually listened to their Halloween minisode um, because I, I, when I connected with them on Twitter, I was like, dude, what is a good episode for me to listen to? And they said, well, um, there we did a minisode on Halloween and Robbie ate candy like the whole time if that's appealing to you. And I was like, yeah, that's appealing to me. Because, like, gummy bears, my podcasting go-to candy is gummy bears. Not while I'm actually podcasting, but while, like, I'm editing and messing around with it. Um, I found these gummy bears, and I buy, like, this... It's got to be, like, a five-pound bag of um, gummy bears. But um, they're really good, man. And, uh... So I was listening to their podcast, and the whole time they were doing the podcast, um, I think Crystal would be talking, and Robbie would just be eating this Halloween candy and just yelling out the name of the candy that he was eating. And, I mean, this dude, I mean, he was smashing it. He was eating so much candy. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get creeped out because I would just start laughing because they'd just be like, Three Musketeers! Another Three Musketeers! And then when Crystal's time came and Robbie was, you know, saying his piece, she didn't have any candy. So she would just be, like, yelling out candy that she liked. And that cracked me up more because I was like, oh, that's random. But I guess they listen to my podcast and they're like, oh, this guy definitely is like a child. So he probably eats a lot of candy. But... Without further ado, I have their um, promo, and check it out. Hey, Crystal. Yes, Robbie? You remember that show from the 80s that had us always thinking that there was a killer staring through our window, a UFO in our backyard, a ghost in our closet, and a satanic cult in our school? You mean Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack, a show that is coincidentally the subject of our show, reenacted in Unsolved Mysteries podcast? That's right! Our program examines the gritty reenactments and cultural powerhouse that was Unsolved Mysteries, a show whose theme music would send me running behind the couch each week as a kid, and sometimes now as an adult. New episodes out every other Wednesday. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you download podcasts. Alright, good deal. You guys should definitely subscribe to them. Leave them a review. Check them out. It's a good podcast. It's a lot of fun. So, you know, I've added them to my smorgasbord of podcasts, so you should do the same. Good stuff, cool people. All right.
So let me move on right now and talk about something that I was thinking about earlier this week that I was reading about. And it's really interesting. Um, It's about these people that, I guess it was the late 1800s and early 1900s, um, there were these people called knocker-ups. Or they were called, like, knocker-up. He's a knocker-up. She's a knocker-up. And I was like, what's a knocker-up? And so I read about these people, and what a knocker-up was was, like, back in the day when alarm clocks were first... um, invented they weren't reliable and they weren't cheap so everybody couldn't just afford to get an alarm clock but you know homies got to get up for work and so what you would do is you would hire these people for a few pence and uh and what they would do is they would wake you up in the morning for work and they were called knocker ups and they went like window to window door to door and they would use like a baton or a short stick and they would knock on your door or knock on your window if you're like on a second story like in a big city because they were usually they were more a thing in like industrialized areas um they would take this long bamboo stick and they would like they would wrap on your window they would like knock on your window right And there was even people that were knocker-ups, and they would shoot peas. They would have pea shooters, like a straw, and they would shoot peas at your window. And they they would do this until you showed your face, until you're like, I'm up! I'm up! And usually it was elderly men and women. Sometimes the constables would do it when they were walking their beat. You know, like on cartoons, the little constable that had the hat and he would spin his little his little baton. Um, like, I guess they did it on the side for money. I don't know if they were supposed to be doing that because they're kind of making cash, like, on their job, on the side. Maybe they were. That would be interesting, an interesting question. But, uh... But I wonder if, like, dirty constables were knocker-ups, you know. (laughs) But, um, so they would wake you up. Um, And to me, this was just interesting because I read that it even went into the early 1950s. So I was like, dang, you know, that's crazy. And and so I was thinking about knocker-ups and how, how that would be having somebody like beating on your window when it's not even light out you know and to me like for me to adjust to that now I think that I would wake up scared to death every single day you know if somebody was beating on my door or window every morning um like I do have to have kind of a loud alarm I set three different alarms like two on my phone and one like a real alarm every morning but uh but I don't even think that would be as terrifying as hearing somebody you know beat on my window because I I started thinking about like how I feel when I hear my alarm every morning and usually I hear the first alarm and I never hit snooze I'm up I turn the other ones off and then I just go with my day. But there's that initial shock, you know, like, ah! when you first hear your alarm, at least for me. 
And so I was like, man, those people back there, like, started every day, like, in terror, you know? But then I was like, well, they didn't have all the luxuries that we have now, so they were harder people. Like, they were more, they weren't as soft as I am now. So, you know, maybe they were just used to it, but I was like, man, that's so totally wild that that's how people that had to go to work, what they had to do to to make that happen every day. I guess you have to do what you have to do, but I never heard of a knocker up before, and I'm thankful that alarm clocks are cheap now because I don't think that I would enjoy someone shooting peas at my window, you know? And I bet that... I kind of wonder if you're, like, you're mean to those people if they would, like, charge you more. Like, the next month when they came around, they'd be like, well, I knew it was five pence last month. It's six pence this month because of the profanity that you shouted at me. But... (laughs) But, I mean, what a job. And, I mean, what a way to wake up. So, I thought about that this week. And that's crazy and wild. And... Speaking of knocker-ups, I also thought about Jinko jeans this week. Like, I totally forgot about Jinko jeans. You remember Jinko jeans? If you're real young, they might have not been a thing yet. Um, but I guess I was a teenager when Jinko jeans were, good, like, big, like a thing. And I haven't seen them in so long that... I started laughing when I was thinking about them because these are like huge pants. And this is the first thought that I had. When I thought about Jinko jeans, I googled a picture of them on my on my cellular telephone and the first thought I had was nope. <laughs> these pants were huge and I'm so happy that they're not a thing anymore. And I actually read that they're there's talk about them making a comeback but I really hope that they don't man I'm thankful because like I I guess when I was a teenager I got more into the maybe the grunge look you know like the like the um like the ripped up jeans with the thermal underneath and more that look and looking back now you know I'm kind of like ah well it could have been worse you know and that's why I'm kind of careful not to get caught up in things that I think are trends because, you know, you can look back and be like, well, that's just ridiculous. I just looked ridiculous. And there's been a few, you know, things like that. Um, I remember back in the day I used to wear, um, I always called them Burt Rental glasses, you know, like the big aviator glasses that were yellow. And, like, aviators... I guess that's kind of a classic style, but I was wearing those when, when they, nobody else was, like the yellow, I guess, I don't know, if it was like the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas that Johnny Depp wore, um, what's that guy's name, Fear and Loathing, it's a, it's an author, it was based on a book, that's a good movie, you guys should check that out, um, maybe that's where I got it from. Let me look it up right now. Fear and loathing. Alright. Um, let's see what this says. It is Johnny Depp. It was a movie. What was it about? Who it was about, um man, it was based on a book. 
it's based on a book why isn't the book popping up they made a book out of that movie well anyway man i'm gonna kick myself because i don't know this guy's name right off the top of my head and as soon as i see it i'm gonna know it um who's it by who's it by who's it by illustrator hunter s thompson hunter s thompson wrote this book and he was a fascinating guy and i mean talk about a free thinker i know that a lot of drugs influence him but it's a good movie you should totally check it out the book's good check it out but anyway so i wore those before they were cool and and i'm a trendsetter baby no i'm just kidding i'm totally not but um jenko's man these these pants were a disaster and i mean some of them were so huge if you don't know what i'm talking about look it up i even saw a picture of what's his name uh post malone wearing some when he was younger and i didn't know that he was that old um maybe he wore them when they weren't cool anymore they were cool somewhere else but um i was like whoa i thought he was younger but maybe he's not maybe he's like 40 years old and i don't know a lot about that guy but uh but these things were so huge i was like man these were like house pants like they were so it's like an exaggerated pair of pants and the room that you had in those like you would walk like when you were walking your foot would hit the front of these pants right and then when you step when you were walking your legs swung back it would swing back like a foot to i'd say anywhere from one to two feet before you'd hit the back of your leg would hit the back of your pants that's how big these pants were right and i was like well it could have been worse glenn because all i got were like a rip-off pair of them because you know my parents weren't gonna spend a bunch of money at the mall for me to look like that <laughs> so i mean the grungy look was a lot cheaper but um like i had a rip-off pair of jinkos and man oh man one of the regrets of my life but i was like man how did those how did jinkos even become like so popular what was so because when you look at a picture now you're like what was it about those pants and i mean you see like other things like bell bottoms and people talk to me about bell bottoms and they're like man i had you know 30 something inch bell bottoms i was like what really what and that's hilarious but i guess that maybe the drug culture back then maybe the quaaludes and stuff like that like quaaludes and cocaine people were like man i want some bell bottoms and um i mean i had a pair of bell bottoms but i mean that's another that's another awesome decision that i made and i was ridiculed (laughs) mercilessly ridiculed but uh but man i like my bell bottoms they were cool man but uh but just these pants are so huge i was like why why were these a thing because i was looking at pictures and i was just like laughing man and uh and i i mean it even had a picture of michael jordan not in the ridiculous like denim 
Jenkos, but I mean, like the Jenko style pants, I think it was playing golf or something. I was like, man, everybody was wearing these pants. I remember my friends having the name brand pants and some of them were just so huge. And I was like, what if like you had like this huge, uh, like a huge shirt, like that was so big it you know dragged on the ground or like a hat that was you know just the size of I don't know like the size of a car door or shoes that were you know just the ridiculous things that that are marketed that catch on is really interesting it's really interesting because I know that there's fashion you know the people that make fashion statements like people like Lady Gaga that'll wear like a dress made of meat or something like that but I'm talking about like the big trends that take off and people buy into like who starts that or do some people start those as a joke and be like I would have like I could get everybody in the world to wear these huge britches and then they do and these people are like gazillionaires and they just sit back and be like man that's great one size fits all and uh like I was like man that's crazy that that was such a big thing if you don't haven't seen a pair of these you're just like man you're just a stupid idiot but I mean I'll confess on this podcast I'll confess this is my confessing time um that I did have an off-brand pair of them so they weren't fancy but I'm kind of glad that my parents didn't sink money into the fancy ones because looking back now, I'm glad that I didn't spend a lot of money to look like that or they didn't spend a lot of money for me to look like that. <laughs> but Jenkos, man, what's up with that? But I'm going to leave you with that, people. Huge pants. If you have some in your attic, get them down, put them on. Um tell me how you feel i mean they're roomy they i remember my pants being so roomy they were just so roomy man it's just too much room too much of anything you know can be a bad thing that's the same right too much gummy bears are a bad thing sometimes you know you feel like you ate some crazy stuff when you eat too much gummy bears but too much pants can be a bad thing, I think. But that's my deep thought for the day. That is my deep thought. Um, I'm going to leave you with that. So, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for all the support. Um, that really means a lot to me. Um, that people are listening. Um, I actually am kicking around the idea um, a couple people have told me that I should start a YouTube channel. Um, I really don't know the first thing about that. I know that on Twitter a lot of people are like, um, follow me, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I don't even have like an account where I can comment and do all that on YouTube. Um, but I know that I've listened to podcasts before on YouTube. Um, just while I'm on there, if I see a podcast that I want to listen to, I've done it. So maybe I was thinking about maybe I should do a YouTube channel so I can support, you know, other YouTubers that aren't really podcasters. Um, and I, they, you know, they could support me and maybe that'd be good. And if I wanted to make a random video every once in a while, um, 
I could do that. So I'll let you guys know if I do that. If it's something that I decide to do and want to do, I'll totally do it. Um, I've never really thought about it, and I'm kind of flattered that somebody would want me to do that. Maybe after they saw my video, they would be they would change their mind. <laughs> they would change their mind and be like, "Yo, erase your account." But thank you to everybody that's been listening um, and that has left me reviews. You, you're too kind. I'm really I'm honored and I'm humbled by um, by the compliments and the kind words. Um, if you like this podcast, please leave me a review. Um, and if you don't like it, I mean, leave me a review. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I can do different. Um, I hope that you like it. I hope that, um, it's something that can take you out of your everyday life for 30 minutes, 45 minutes or so. That's my goal. I, I just want to keep things light and just talk about things that I think about. So um, if you're listening to me right now, you know where to find me. Um, but this podcast is available on several different platforms. Um, it's available on Anchor, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. It just got added not long ago to Breaker, you know, so that's cool. Um, and of course, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Um, that's where I listen to most of my podcasts that I'm subscribed to. Um, it's just the format is what I'm used to. Um, so, um, any of those platforms, whatever works for you, you know, I'm just glad that you're listening. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about things that that you want to hear me talk about. Um, St. Paul Filmcast said talk about the raccoon this week. So, you know, I did. I enjoy that. I've done it, man, probably five or six times now. People have said think about this and talk about this. And that's fun to me. Um, If you want me to talk about a certain topic, um, you can email me. And my email is glennthinksstuff at yahoo.com. All one big word. All one big old fancy word. You can just, with the squiggly A in the middle, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. And you can shoot me an email. And if you have some constructive criticism for me, um, pointers, anything, I'm open. You won't hurt my feelings. I want to do the best that I can do. Um, So you can email me there. Questions and suggestions. Um, I'm on Twitter. And Twitter has been a really cool tool for me to connect with listeners and other podcasters. And so you can follow me at Glenn Think Stuff. Um, I tweet just random thoughts sometimes. Sometimes it's hacky, stupid hashtag jokes, things. Um, I retweet other people's podcasts. Um, I enjoy kind of giving my little promotion to... Um, other podcasters, anything I can do to help. Um, if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this, thank you for your support. Um, and thank you to everybody that's listening and um, supporting this podcast. You guys are awesome. And I love you. And I will talk to you soon.